Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we visit with David McGlone, a farmer from Carter County. David, tell us about your farming operation. We're up in the northeastern part of Kentucky, uh, farming a lot of river bottom lands, small river bottom lands. You know, our biggest track of land up in this country. If you've got 30 or 40 acres in one track to farm, you've got a pretty good size operation, pretty good size piece of land. A lot of what we farm is that style, and we do have a couple of 100-acre fields, which is exceptional in this area, but we're a small row crop operation with a cow-calf operation also. What, you uh, say small. What's your scope? What do you, what, how many cattle are you running? How many? We're, we're running cattle? about... We're running about 70 mama cows right now, and uh, I, between me and my son together, we farm about 1,300 acres of row crops. It's a pretty good-sized farming operation up that way, isn't it? Well, for this for this end of the state, we're we're pretty good. You know, we're we're large by a lot of standards in this end of the state, but by most parts of the state, we're kind of small. But for what where we're at, I think we've thank he and I attributed a lot of it to my son. He kind of uh, come into the farming operation. I was farming quite a bit. And he come along and wanted to get into it, and, and has really took what I had and, and run with it and made a, a good operation out of it. Really, really advanced it. Sounds like it for sure. Now, your cattle operation. Tell us a little bit more about the cattle operation. You just cow calf operation or what? We're just strictly cow calf operation. Uh, we take our calves, wean them, and take them to about seven fifty, eight hundred, and sell them on feeder sales. We've got two separate herds. We try to do all fall calving. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm standing here looking at about 40 cows, calves on their side. Just we're because of the way the situation is in the spring. A lot of times we're doing other things, field work and stuff, and the fall calves just works. Early fall calves works good for our operation. What about your row crop? You mentioned about 1,300 acres. You guys corn, uh, soybean, uh, wheat, or what? Corn, soybeans, and wheat. Uh, we do bale the straw off the wheat. My son and daughter-in-law own a local farm supply store, and uh, all the straw and all the stuff goes through their store, so it makes a good outlet for what we grow. What about the history of your farm there? How did you guys get into it? How did your family get into it? Uh, this farm was originally bought by my great-grandfather. Uh they come in here from Germany. They was iron ore workers and come into this valley and bought a big track of land. I'm the fifth generation that's on this original part of the farm. We farm other parts of it that was sold off and still in, still in the family somewhat, but still is, you know, is some of it's been sold off, but we're still farming a lot of it. Uh, my son's the sixth generation. It's, uh, I guess you'd say it's kind of a unique farming operation. You know, uh, we, just me and my son, run about all of it. Pretty exciting to have six generations and, and represent there in the farm, isn't it? Yes. At one time, uh, a few years ago, we had five generations living on this farm, all alive living on the farm at one time. I think it's... My, my grandmother, my mother, myself, my son, and his daughter was all here on the farm at one time, so that made five generations. Tell me about your involvement. Yeah. I know you're very involved in a lot of different organizations. What what kind of organizations are you involved in? What do you do there? Uh, of course, Farm Bureau. I'm, I'm involved here on local county level as county president. I've been involved in everything. I got started in Farm Bureau. Uh, I was outstanding, chosen as outstanding young farm family back in 
77 and uh, kind of got involved in Farm Bureau through that and went on then to become a district uh, chair for District 10 Young Farmer, uh, served on the state, you know, Young Farmers Committee, uh, went through that, and just was on the county board and kept, you know, moving up the ladder on the county board and different positions, different committees and stuff, and finally I was state director and and uh, I've enjoyed serving Farm Bureau. I've worked in uh, extension services here in the county with our local extension board and things. Uh, Cattlemen Association, uh, just Cape uh, Money. I was on the board for the Cape uh, Money for a few years, and just different different aspects of farming. What are some of your big struggles there on the farm, Mister? Uh, right now is labor. We try to hire some seasonal help, and uh, you just—it's just not out there, not available to hire. The other thing is is product. You know, uh, it just—it's tough to get uh, parts sometimes when you need them. Uh, it kind of you know difficult to get uh, things that you need for the farm. We're trying—we've been trying to put up a building. And to get lumber and materials, of course, the pandemic's made it, made it even harder to get materials and stuff. So it's been a it's been a real real trying time to get anything constructed. Well, what do you enjoy the most about farming and agriculture? I I just love being outdoors, being you know being able to see the rewards of my work. Uh, I love to grow a crop. Uh, I tell people that one of the biggest things I miss in agriculture is plowing. I love to plow around, and we're probably 60%, 70% no-till farming, uh, and the rest of it is kind of a minimum tillage or a, a just maybe one pass tillage with a with a vertical ripper or something. Uh, so you know, we don't till no ground. I, I used to love to plow ground. Nothing like that smell, is it? He's nothing like seeing the dirt turned over and the smell of that fresh soil. Yes. So yes. having your having your son there with you on the farm, what does that mean to you to have him there bringing up the next generation? Just satisfaction knowing that, you know, that what you're doing will carry on as another legacy, you know, and, and you can see him, I don't want to say following my footsteps, but but kind of following a path that, that was laid out before him to, to farm land his ancestors farmed. And, you know, the satisfaction also in knowing that, you know, that this is going to continue to be a farming operation. It's not going to get sold and cut up in the houses or development or something. Makes a big difference, doesn't it? That, and also, you know, uh, I see farmers, you know, work all their life, and then as soon as they're gone, the farm's sold, and the kids run through the money. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's encouraging to know that you you know, your family's going to carry on what you've worked for with with pride. And that means a whole lot, too. They're going to take what, you, what you've what done. And, and, and I tell people, I said, he took what little I had, and he's made a whole lot with it. Run with it. Our guest today, Carter County Farmer David McGlone. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.